everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. I'm your host, Cassidy Lynn, and I'm so glad that you guys are here listening to today's episode. I am recording like with my windows open today because it's a really nice day. So if you hear like some birds chirping or something, that's literally why. It's just because I'm trying to be one with nature today. Um, so anywho, um, today's episode, I just, I wanted to talk about something that I've been thinking a lot about recently. Um, and you probably saw the title of this episode, so you, you know what this episode's going to be about, but I just feel like there's some things I want to share about social media and there's some things that I want to talk through. And I hope that after you guys listen to this episode that you're like, oh yeah, I've been feeling the same way and I didn't know how to put it into words or you're just like, yes, I've been feeling like this too about social media because right now there's just something that needs to change in social media and I'm not sure what it is, but I don't know. I, I just think we need to talk kind of about what's going on with social media itself. Um, before we get into that, Obviously, I wanted to give you guys some life updates. So if you're not into that, skip ahead like two minutes and we'll get into the content. So um, I went to Seattle with Charlie. I guess it was about like two weekends ago at this point. And um, we shot a wedding there, um, visited family. So that was really good. Um, Yeah, we love going to Washington because we have family there. It's just always fun to go visit. So we didn't do anything like touristy because we literally have done like all of the touristy things that there is to do there basically because we visited so many times. So we basically just chilled, um, shot a wedding, um, hung out with family. Yeah. The whole thing. So that was really fun. Um, we also just shot a wedding in Chicago last weekend. Um, and I actually, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but where I live in Michigan, I'm only like a three hour drive. It's like two and a half hours to Chicago, which isn't that far at all. And we like never go there. Like I I feel like we should go there, but we don't. Um, so yeah, we shot a wedding there. I've never shot a wedding there before. Honestly, never shot there before. Um, so yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I, I love it there. The city vibe is just immaculate. Like there's only so much that you can do in like a small city, like Grand Rapids where I live, but I feel like wherever you shoot in Chicago, it's just like pretty, like the, the cityscape is so pretty and you could literally go on any random street and have like perfect lighting. Cause the, the nice thing about cities is the, the buildings are so high that you basically always have like overcast. So, um, yeah, I think that's a really cool part about shooting in cities is just like the fact that it's always overcast and you just have these tall buildings all the time. So that wedding was really good. I actually had that wedding scheduled in 2019 and because of that lovely Rona virus, we, we, they had to postpone their wedding. So yeah, they had to postpone their wedding and they had me booked since 2019. And yeah, the wedding ended up being in 2020, 2022, sorry. So yeah, it was really cool to see them get married. And, um, I, I don't know if you guys feel like this, but as a photographer, I, 
specifically a wedding photographer, I, when I get booked, I am fully invested in like what's going on in my couple's life. The fact that they had to postpone, like I was 100% like there for all of it. And I don't, I don't know how many vendors they ended up keeping when they like had to switch the date and everything, but it, it was just a really special wedding to be able to see it happen. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, besides that, I know I said this is only gonna be two minutes long, but I have one other thing. Um, we are currently working on our backyard. Um, I haven't shared any updates on Instagram. I should, but we have a pool, but it just needs a new liner and the concrete was all cracked and stuff. So Charlie's working with one of his friends to redo the concrete and everything. And they're supposed to lay the concrete like tomorrow, which by the time the episode, this episode comes out, it's literally going to be late already. So it's going to be hot girl summer. I'm excited to lay by the pool and obviously work, obviously, um, you know, edit those types of things. But yeah, I'm very excited for that. So that's what's going on in my life. And now we're going to jump into a little bit of what I wanted to talk about today. So um, the first thing that I wanted to say and the first thing that kind of inspired this episode actually was Emma Emma Chamberlain's podcast episode that she released um, last week about this topic. So her podcast is called Anything Goes. I highly recommend it. Go check it out. It's um, the episode that I'm referring to is the one where it's literally called like there's a shift in society or like something needs to change in society. It's part one. Um, and listening to that episode, I, I just was like, I need to talk about this because I've been feeling the same way about this. And I want to talk about it in the photography space, in the photography industry. So, um, at this point, social media is at a place where it controls a lot of our businesses, including my own. Um, social media is how a lot of us get inquiries. It's how a lot of us get discovered. Um, it's how a lot of us are able to showcase our work and keep people updated. Um, really I want you to like sit and evaluate your marketing and how much time you spend on marketing and like all the different things for your business. How much of that is social media? And let's be real because I'm going to be real. 90% of my marketing is on social media. So the fact that social media has taken over this much of marketing is quite honestly insane. And Um, I did a podcast interview yesterday with, um, Don Jarvis and it's not going to come out for a while, but, um, she mentioned that she's been working a lot on SEO and blog posts because quite honestly, she doesn't trust Instagram. She has no idea how it's going to pan out. Like she has no idea. Instagram could just up and vanish tomorrow. She doesn't want all of like her eggs to be in that one basket. And that kind of opened my eyes, like just hearing someone say like, I don't trust Instagram and I don't want to be at their, uh, just like, I don't want to be so attached to Instagram that I can't do anything else and that I can't, that it's the only thing I rely on. Um, so I really do feel like social media controls photography. It controls my business. It, it, it controls trends. 
it is absolutely insane the way that social media has impacted photography in general. Like think about getting those Instagram worthy shots, you know, getting, um, I don't know, like those trash, the dress photos or the golden hour photos. Um, you know, the epic shot at Yosemite with a couple, all of that, I feel like wasn't a thing before Instagram. It was just like, go and create what you want to create, do what you want to do and be creative. But I feel like now it's like social media has impacted so much of our creativity. I feel like social media has just taken our creativity and wrapped it up. And it's our creativity is 100% in the hands of what we see on social media. And that's a really hard place to be in because when you're creative and all you're seeing is inspo from other people on social media over and over and over again, it doesn't leave any space for you to be creative on your own. It doesn't leave any space for your own thinking. So, um, that, that's just one thing that I think social media is really impacting in photography right now. Um, I do think that like the original intention for social media was definitely for just like a fun way to socially connect with others, right? Like that's what social media is, was for. And it, it honestly started way back with like MySpace. definitely Facebook was a huge part of the boom of social media and think about what Facebook was used for literally and honestly still is used for adding people on Facebook. You would add them as your friends and you would just stay connected with them. You would post about what's going on. There wasn't any of this like showcasing your work book with me. Um, you know, certain hashtags, like literally it was just like, this is my way of socially connecting with other people in my life. And Now I feel like social media honestly is just a competition of who is better at playing the algorithm and who can give social media the content that it wants to perform well. Um, You know, these platforms, these social media platforms, they will push out any single piece of content that matches what they want to push out. So if Instagram wants to switch to video content, it's going to like heavily push videos and it's going to heavily decrease the engagement on non-videos because, or like the visibility on non-videos, because it's like, I, as Instagram, they don't, they don't want to be a photo-based app anymore. So what they're going to do is shift to videos and we all have to start doing videos now because that's what Instagram has literally told us. Um, so another thing that I think about a lot, um, and actually someone replied to one of my question boxes the other week. Um, and it was, it was my confession stories that I do. And they said, I feel like I don't even want to post on social media anymore because I have to act like an influencer and that's not what I want to be posting. I don't want to be acting like an influencer. And that comment really got me thinking. It feels like every person on social media is an influencer right now. It feels like everybody is an influencer. And I think part of that is because 
these platforms have given people the ability, like they all have like, everyone can post links. Everyone can, everyone can be an influencer, like really. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's awesome that everyone's given the same opportunity, but at the same time, it doesn't feel special anymore for someone to be an influencer. You know, like if everyone is sharing links and recommendations and everyone's posting a day in their life, how is that unique? How, how are you influencing anymore? Because everyone's doing that now. Um, so that's just something I've been thinking about a lot. And I think another reason I feel like that is because it's so easy to grow right now, especially through like reels and TikToks and stuff. Like it's so easy to just, I don't know, like post consistently post good content and you can grow and go viral and become an influencer in like a week. Um, and I, I feel like because of that, it just doesn't feel as special. It's like there, these, when you get popular on social media, it doesn't feel like that person's a celebrity really. It's just like, I don't know. It, it's just like you're this social media celebrity, which doesn't really mean much anymore because a lot of people are social media celebrities. Um, so that, that's something I've been thinking about recently. Um, I don't think that, like I said, there's anything wrong with treating yourself like you're an influencer because right now that's like the content that does well. With film photography being so popular nowadays, I'm very excited to introduce you to our sponsor, PhotoVision. PhotoVision is a third generation film lab who scans your rolls of film for you. They produce consistent and quality scans and they even offer custom color correction for your scans. If you know me, I've been getting into film photography lately and I just sent off two rolls of film to PhotoVision. They're so easy to work with and you can literally tell that they know what they're doing when it comes to film. They even offer film education on their website. So it helps newbies like me better understand what the heck they're doing. PhotoVision is family owned, which we love, and their customer service is amazing. They want everyone they work with to feel valued and supported, which honestly, that's how I felt when I've worked with them. PhotoVision is your film processing experts since 1968, and they have an exclusive offer for Oshoot listeners. Get one free roll of signature process and scans using the code Oshoot at checkout. That's Oshoot with no spaces at checkout, which will also be linked in the description. Go check it out. Post what does well obviously like play the algorithm, but at the same time it is making influencing and like just social media stardom feel like that's just an everyday thing for everyone right now. Um, so because everyone is doing this kind of influencing technique on social media, I feel like there needs to be a change in order to stand out. Um, the draw to celebrities, especially like before social media was a big thing. The, the reason that everyone's so drawn to celebrities is because they're talented, but they're mysterious. You know, like when you see like a Vogue walk through Kendall Jenner's house, that is like, that is like a precious treasure because like Kendall Jenner doesn't just post that stuff all the time. She doesn't just post her house and give us a walking tour of her house every single day. Like that, that type of that like exclusivity of celebrity, I feel like now with social media has just gone 
out the door. Not that there's anything wrong with like, oh, now we get to see what a daily life is for a celebrity. That's awesome. Like that's, that's a cool, that's cool. But a lot of like social media celebrities and a lot of influencers, they get popular by showing their life. Like that's how you get popular. Um, so it's interesting how a social media influencer is the least mysterious person out there versus like a celebrity like Billie Eilish or someone that the draw to them is the fact that they're, you know, they're talented, but you have no idea really what their everyday life looks like. And it, that's just so fascinating. Um, so just seeing, seeing the way every waking moment of every inf- influencer's life honestly makes it feel not very personal anymore. So when an influencer does like a day in my life, a lot of the times I'm like, can I actually believe you? Like, can I actually believe that this is a day in in your life? Or is this just a day in the life curated to what you want Instagram to see? Um, And a a day in the life is so misleading nowadays because it's, it's a day in your life, but it's only the snippets that you want that platform to be seeing. Um, and so this whole concept of like showing everything that you do every single day, like, yes, it worked. I feel like it worked really well for YouTube YouTubers. And I was talking about this today with, um, one of my friends there, there was an era and it was around 2016, 2017, where, YouTubers, like that was it. Like they were the ultimate influencers. Um, you know, the people who vlogged every day and, um, you know, like that type of like YouTube channel, those were the main influencers. Now I feel like YouTubers have kind of fizzled out and it's become social media errs or like, you know, Instagrammers or TikTokers, um, specifically TikTokers. I feel like that that's kind of been the big thing for social media influencers now. Um, and it's funny how social media takes these different turns where it starts as one thing and then it becomes another thing. Um, it's just like, it is just so, so crazy, I think. So anyway, um, that's, (laughs) that's just my little tidbit on YouTube. Um, Another thought that I have on social media is just the fact that I feel like everyone is doing reels now, like literally everybody. Um, And reels used to be a really great place to grow and they still are a good place to grow, but reels is now very saturated. And honestly, I'm going to say TikTok is very saturated now too. Um, It's so funny because in the world of social media, there will be different apps that launch, right? And as users, we never know which one's going to catch and which one's going to become popular. Um, that's how it was with TikTok. A lot of people were very hesitant about like, is TikTok going to stick around? And that's why a lot of people didn't really invest in creating content for TikTok and building their pages there was because there's just a lot of hesitancy. And honestly, rightfully so, because platforms come and go and it's really hard to know what's going to stick around. So because everyone's doing reels right now, 
I feel like reels is a really hard place to stand out because not only does everyone do reels, everyone does reels the exact same way, myself included. Um, everyone does the limp, the lip syncing, the showing your work to a specific beat. Um, it's all way too familiar all the time. Um, it's like every time I see a reel, I, I just feel like I've seen it before. Um, and that is kind of the thing with TikTok and reels, to be honest. A lot of that game is just recreating things that have already been done. Like truly it's, it's horrible because like, that's obviously not what we, what we want to be doing, but that's what performs well. So it's like, that's what you do. Do you wish that you could spend less time editing? Yes, I do too. And if you said no, you're lying. To make your editing life easier, let's talk about our podcast sponsor today, FilterPixel. FilterPixel is an AI culling application that helps you organize your photos post-shoot. It's literally so fast and it'll automatically select your best photos based on focus and eye quality. I've been using FilterPixel and not only does it load my RAWs so fast, it also sorts my photos within minutes. Yes, minutes. FilterPixel sorts my photos into different categories so I can know which photos have issues and which don't. And it even creates tags based on the pose and the type of photo. So it will do a tag like perfect focus, dancing, and even hugs. Once you start using FilterPixel, you're going to have so many less culling hours that you're going to have more happy hours. Go to filterpixel.com and use the code OSHOOT for 10% off. That's filterpixel.com for 10% off. It'll also be linked in the description. That's that's another thing that I've been thinking about a lot is just the fact that reels are so popular. So how can we twist that so that we stand out on reels? Um, And the lip syncing, the showing off your work, all of that is great to do. But I'm here and I'm making this podcast episode to challenge you to be like, how can you make it different? And how can you put your own spin on things that are trending? Um, I also feel like everyone wants to get on TikTok now. Like I said, now that everyone's seeing that TikTok is actually sustainable and it's actually like a good place to grow, People are hopping on it like it's the last train ride. Like, and that that's that's a hard thing because once once there's too many photographers on TikTok, then it's hard to be seen, you know, just just like it is on Instagram. Um, there's almost no space to grow anymore because there's just so much content out there. Um, and obviously there's always gonna be places to grow, but I think the growth is going to happen in an area that someone has never been before. And that's what's really, really cool about social media is the fact that you can grow so quickly, but the way that you do it is by being unique. Um, So when it comes to apps and stuff and platforms, um, like I was saying, we just, we never know what's going to be the next thing. And we don't want to invest our time and our energy into the next app if it's not going to pan out. Um, and I actually have an example for this because this was something that literally a year ago was on my mind. Well, maybe it was a little bit more than a year ago. Um, but I don't know if you guys remember the app Clubhouse. Um, and it basically 
was an app where people could do like live podcast episodes almost, but it would be like a Q and a where the people who were on the clubhouse room could like unmute their mics and ask a question and then the person could answer it. I think that's how it worked. I really never got too involved in it. Um, but it was becoming a huge push in the photography community. I was seeing tons of big photography accounts posting, like come to my clubhouse room. And I honestly, for a while was like, is this something that I need to start working on? Um, and at the end of the day, after evaluating like how, how clubhouse worked and everything, I didn't really feel like it was a platform for me at the time. So I didn't go on there and put a bunch of time and energy into it. Um, but it just goes to show that like these apps and these social media platforms can come and go so quickly. Um, and I think Facebook is also a good example of this. Facebook was so popular until it wasn't. Um, and Snapchat was also the same way. It was really popular and then it wasn't. And then it came back. Um, so I just think that's also something that's interesting is how platforms come and go and you, you have to be flexible. So yeah, I think like flexibility with social media, <laughs> it's honestly crucial just because we never know what's going to happen with all the different platforms and which ones are going to outstand the other and which ones are going to fizzle away. So, um, at the end of the day, <laughs> I honestly like wholeheartedly am going to say that social media kind of scares me and I'm sure social media kind of scares you too. If you're listening to this, um, social media has us so wrapped around its finger and honestly, we're all kind of addicted to social media. Like if you think about it, the fact that right when you wake up, that's what you think about, or like you have to check it multiple times a day, like that feels a little unhealthy. <laughs> and I mean, it's something that I've definitely recognized. Um, and I think the reason that we're like that is because we've put so much time and energy into running social media accounts for our photography. So it, it only feels natural to check it all the time and to be active on it all the time. And yes, you should be active on social media and like be updating your account and stuff like that. But the difference between being an active creator and an active consumer on social media are two different things. And when we start to consume more than we create, and when we start to focus more on the consumption side of social media is when mentally we start to have a hard time and mentally it's not a great time for us because of the fact that we're consuming more and putting more into our brains than honestly we need and more than we can handle. Like truthfully, I always think about the fact that there are so many shows out there, so much content that we can consume to the point where I could probably spend the rest of my life watching movies and watching shows, and I would never run out of things to watch. Um, but I don't want to do that because I don't want to just be a content consumer my whole life. Like I don't want to be living through 
this other stuff. Like I want to live my life because at the end of the day, that's all I have. Like it's my life. I'm not trying to be someone else's life or just wish I was doing this other thing when my life is all that I have. Um, so with jumping back to social media, cause I kind of jumped <laughs> on a little different bit of a, on a different, that's a whole different road that we could go down. But, um, to go back to social media, um, I think with social media, having this much power, I feel like the next thing in social media is coming soon. Do I know what that is? No. Um, have I thought really, really long and hard and tried to figure out what it is? Yeah. And I can't figure it out. Maybe it's NFTs. <laughs> I don't know. That's literally me just throwing something out there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the next thing is. And that's, that's the thing with when we're so wrapped, wrapped up in one platform or just like when we're just so wrapped up in social media in general, like whatever the next thing is, we're all going to migrate over to that. Like we know that's how we work. Like that's what we're going to do. So my question for you and some of the things that I want you to think about after listening to this episode, number one, how are things going to shift? Um, I want you to kind of just think about that. Think about social media, think about the growth that it's had and think about what's lacking. Um, what are some of the things that are lacking with social media? And once you kind of think about that, you can kind of get an idea for how things are going to shift. The next question and the next thing that I want to challenge you with is how can we stand out? So like I was saying earlier, there's so much content out there. There's so many people doing reels. There's so many people being influencers. How can we stand out with the content that we're creating and with how we use these platforms and with how we use social media? How, how can you stand out in that? Um, where is there a gap in the photography industry, in social media, in the really small niche of photographers on social media, where is there a gap in that, in that focus on that and fill it because that's where we're going to see growth. And that is what's important. Um, what can we do to be different? What can be, what can we do to be different as photographers? Maybe you focus on blogging. Maybe you don't even focus on social media. Maybe that's what makes you different. Um, you know, I can't answer this question for you because it's something that every person has to answer for themselves. How can you make yourself different? How can you make your photography different? How can you stand out? Um, those are things that I think about quite frequently and the beauty of running your own business, being in charge of it all is the fact that you can choose when and where you shift your strategies. You can choose when and where you shift your content and you don't have to get it approved by anyone. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You can try whatever you want. And if it fails, so what? I would much rather know that my social media strategy failed 
and be like, okay, now I know that this problem, that's probably not the best way to be doing things rather than sitting here and wondering five years later, what would have happened if I tried X, Y, and Z instead? Would things look different for me? Um, so I want to challenge you to not get stuck in the social media norm. So don't get stuck in lip syncing reels all day, every day. I can already tell you right now, I swipe past lip syncing reels pretty dang quick because at this point I'm like, I don't want to see it. Do I still create them? Yes. Am I a little bit of a hypocrite when it comes to that? Yes. But I, I, for real, I, I want you to not get stuck in the norms of social media, but I want you to think about how you can be the next Jenna, Jenna Kutcher or Emma Chamberlain or Addison Ray. These are all examples of people who took a risk, saw a gap and ran with it. Um, Jenna Kutcher, for example, I'm pretty sure she was like one of the first people to start with like the whole influencing thing. And she, she basically started as a wedding photographer and started, I think in the education side of that and grew and expanded her niche so wide that now she just like is like a motivational speaker slash public figure. Um, and that started with, there was a lack of that at the time. There was nobody doing that at the time. Um, same with like Emma Chamberlain, she started as a really popular YouTuber, but in the 2016, 2017 era, but the difference between her and all of the other YouTubers that I followed back then was Emma one made herself stand out with creating content that was different than other people's. A lot of the other YouTubers were very like light and bubbly, like, oh, my life is so perfect. And Emma Chamberlain was very real and raw. And some of her stuff was a little depressing, but that was just how, that that was just her life. And that's just how she is. And that's just the content that she makes. And that made her stand out. Plus she started a podcast, which a lot of YouTubers don't even get there. Plus she created her own coffee line. And I think when you start to grow outside of social media platforms and like literally doing something that's different than what everyone else is doing, like, sure, you can be on Instagram and you can post the things that you need to post. Like Emma Chamberlain still posts cute outfit pics, right? But she's doing stuff outside of Instagram. And I think that's the key there. Doing things outside of the platform to ensure that if the platform goes south, you still have an opportunity to keep growing versus the people that go big on Instagram. When Instagram falls, you're done. Like there's really nothing left for you because all of your following's on there, right? And everyone that has ever invested in your business and cares about your business is there. Um, and Addison Wright was another example that I brought up. Addison jumped on TikTok like very early on and was so consistent with it. I mean, she was a, a lot of people were doing dances at the time, but she was a little bit different with kind of her like bringing her personality into all of it. And so she grew really, really big from that really, really fast. Um, so my challenge to you is how can you be that person? I know you're like, Cassidy, like, I don't want to be Jenna Kutcher. I don't want to be Addison Ray. I don't want to do dances on TikTok. That is fine. Not everyone needs to be that person. And I think like also as humans, 
we kind of like when the attention is honest like that. And I think that's why a lot of people are like pursuing like the influencer road because we like attention on ourselves, right? Like we post about ourselves all day long. Like we are our own main character and rightfully so, right? (laughs) But at the same time, that's why influencership is so popular. And that's why social media stardom has become such a huge thing because everyone cares so much about themselves and that's why they want to grow so much. They want to be popular. So I guess what I'm trying to say is think outside of the box. Um, Be prepared to see a gap and fill it and keep your eyes like open for gaps as well. Um, even in social media platforms, I know this whole episode was about how social media can be so horrible sometimes, but even on social media platforms, I want you to just notice when new features are released, when this platform is trying to do something different and unique. I want you to notice that and try to jump on it early because that's going to be a gap, right? So reels is an example of right when it came out, there was a gap there and filling that gap is what's going to lead in to lead to growth and what's going to help you stand out. Um, so it's the same concept with like, I don't know, TikTok introducing, I don't know, stories. And I know TikTok stories aren't really popular, but just an example, like notice the things that are different and the new features that are being rolled out and try using them, try getting good at them because you never know which ones are going to stick and the more ahead of the game you can be, the better. So I think that's really all that I'm going to say on this topic. Um, I feel like I just kind of talked for 30 minutes about how I love social media, but I also hate social media. Um, So... Yeah, I hope that this episode got you thinking and kind of challenged your perspective on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, Snapchat, Pinterest, whatever. Um, I hope that this was able to challenge you and I really want to encourage you to rethink some of the things that you're doing if you are just posting because that's what everyone else is doing. I want want you to rethink it and think about how can I do this in a way that no one else is doing right now. Um, or like that a few people are doing. Um, Think about yourself as a user. Think about the things that interest you and think about the things that you swipe past. Don't create content that people swipe past. Um, So with all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to head on over to photovisionprints.com to claim your free roll of their signature process and scan service using the code OSHOOT. And if you're looking to further your photography education, be sure to check out their full library of photography tips. Um, I would love for you to rate and review the podcast. You can do that on Spotify or Apple. Would love for you to go follow me on Instagram. It is Cassidy Lynn, always linked in the description. Yeah, that's, that is it for today. We will be back with another episode on Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment or oh, keep my sanity. No 
wisdom rushing in so much clear